Good morning from Oxton St Saviour's Church. Welcome to our podcast on Sunday the 26th of November. Today we celebrate the Feast of Christ the King. Let us begin in prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Our reading this morning is from the Gospel of St Matthew. When the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate people one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will put the sheep at his right hand and the goats at the left. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you are blessed by my father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundations of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you took care of me. I was in prison and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry and gave you food? or thirsty and gave you something to drink? And when was it that we saw you a stranger and welcomed you, or naked and gave you clothing? And when was it that we saw you sick or in prison and visited you? And the king will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did it for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did it to me. Then he will say to those at his left hand, You who are accursed, depart from me into the internal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger and you did not welcome me. Naked and you did not give me clothing. Sick and in prison and you did not visit me. And they also will answer, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick in prison and did not care for you? Then he will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did not do it for one of the least of these, you did not do it for me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. Today we celebrate the Feast of Christ the King. It's a day about endings, not just about the end of the church year, but also ending the Gospel story of Jesus. So today it is important for us to mark this ending with Jesus' story about the end, the end of time. We're looking to when Jesus received his new titles as Son of Man, Christ the King of Kings, Lord of Lords, the one who rules over heaven and earth. This story tells of a time so different from when Jesus first came on earth. Then he had come as a servant. There had been a purpose to his humble beginnings. 
It had prepared him to grow into a man who would have no place to call home. It had allowed Jesus to live amongst the grittiness of life. It gave space for people to be drawn to him. But once Jesus makes it clear that he understands himself to be the Son of Man, the Messiah, things change. Instead, we meet Jesus with the authority of a judge. Here is Christ the King in his glory, sitting on his throne, overseeing heaven and hell. Here he is when God's kingdom has been established on earth, when all of humanity live under God's rule. I truly believe that our gospel story today is one of the most enthralling scenes in the New Testament. It tells of final judgment when Christ will hold each of us accountable to our own actions. Jesus tells the story. He creates images to explain something important and so complex, something that he knows is beyond the comprehension of his disciples and probably of you and I. Jesus guides us to see what is truly important in our spiritual life. He helps us to understand what he wants, even demands of us. When I was a little girl, I remember going shopping to Grange Road with my mum. We would see a man there walking about wearing a sandwich board. The end is nigh was the message written across a drawing of the damned, falling into the flames of hell. Occasionally someone would tell him he was wrong, and that would trigger huge arguments between him, his critic, and the heckling passers-by. I must admit, I was terrified of him. I was terrified of his scary and graphic descriptions of hell. But I shouldn't have been surprised. In Sunday school, I had heard of that fearsome picture that Jesus created. This was Jesus who was coming to the end of his life and who knew that there was still more to tell his followers, all about his vision for the future. So he told of Christ bringing all the people of the world together before him. He told of Christ separating them, one from another, with the ease of a first-century shepherd who nightly separates his sheep from his goats. He told of Christ bringing his judgment on all of humanity. And what a judgment it will be. No opportunity for excuses. Christ will be an unchallenged judge who has set his own criteria. Division will be decided on merit. And not everyone will enter the kingdom of God. For at this story's foundation is the love that Jesus has for those who struggle. We know who they are. Jesus has named them. Remember the poor in spirit, the meek, those who mourn, those that suffer persecution for theirs is the kingdom of God. And Christ says to his sheep, you are the ones that I'm pleased with. You are the ones who will inherit God's kingdom. Because my stomach was swollen with hunger and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me a drink. I looked different to you and you let me into your life. I had no coat in the winter cold and you clothed me. I was sick with a fever and you cared for me. I was in prison, helpless, lonely and ashamed and you visited me. These beautiful words are so important. 
They have created what sits at the very centre of Christianity. They tell not just of Jesus' love for humanity, but also Jesus' longing for a humanity to desire to respond to that love. So Jesus' image makes sense. It shows the sheep sure of his love and having a life returning that love to God and to others. And that's just what Jesus wants, for them to continue his work on earth. You see, Jesus wants more than just worshipping him. He wants involvement, commitment. Only acts of loving kindness are good enough. Jesus' words show that the kingdom of God operates like no other kingdom. The divine kingdom cherishes those on the fringes of society, welcoming those who have no status and those who are exploited. And what about the goats? Well, Jesus' story rejects them. They turn away from the king and have no place in God's kingdom. You see, they'd never searched for the love freely offered to them. They'd never opened themselves to it. Jesus' words are stark and challenging. But that is because he is inviting us to look at ourselves. He didn't tell the story to condemn us. Rather, it is a warning. It's a calling of love that is designed to make us think. So what is our response? Do we long for the king who loves us? Or do we fear his coming? How do we respond to the people around us each day? Would they describe us as loving, caring, sacrificial? Or do they see us as dismissive and unforgiving? Jesus is here in all the messiness of life and he wants us to worry about the needs of others and we don't have to wait to do this god's will involves loving and caring for those in need today doing small simple acts of mercy and compassion for the least of our brothers and sisters amen and today's collect god the father Help us to hear the call of Christ the King and to follow in his service, whose kingdom has no end, for he reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, one glory. Amen. Thank you for worshipping with me today. It's been a real privilege to share my thoughts with you. Have a blessed Sunday. Take care.